Welcome to the City Life Podcast. This podcast is here as a resource to journey together, connecting where you can, whenever you can, in your everyday. Enjoy listening. Be encouraged to share, be inspired and be blessed as you do so. Welcome to the City Life podcast. Um, I am here at Ben and Soap's house today, which is a joy. Um, thank you so much for having me, and welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Um, we are here um, tonight to talk about prayer, which I'm very excited to talk to you guys about because I know that there's wisdom and I know that there's stories. So I'm hoping to eke a bit of that out this evening as we um, chat. But firstly. Um, I always ask people, and I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I always have been asking people what their favourite films are. So I'm going to start tonight by asking you guys, for people that don't know you super, super well, what are your favourite films and why? Go for it. You first. Me first. Yeah. No pressure. Um, <clears throat> my favourite films uh, have always been the Back to the Future trilogy. Oh, yeah. Just because you can sit and watch all three, and it's like a big, meaty story all the way through and it's like got these bits at the end where it's like oh, this thing's gonna happen what will happen here's the next part and that's really yeah. I like the way it's it's broken up it's like a not that I read comics as a kid but it's like a comic yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like a you can you can take it in and just enjoy it for what it is it's not super complicated it's a pretty straightforward story yeah although it's about time travel so yeah, well, no, now, yeah. I'll qualify that with super straightforward story about something that is technically impossible. Okay, but, follow-up question. Yeah. Is Marty McFly the reason you play guitar? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, but I did spend an awful lot of my time trying to learn did the it? Johnny Be Good solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course you did. And then did you I, I can play like 90% of it, yeah. Good, but then I learned that it's not really him playing it. No, no, he doesn't play guitar, I don't think. No, it's a hand double, a hand double, <laughs> yeah, for all the all the close up guitar parts. I know you never learn how films are made, it's I always know. really sad. <laughs> and then I tried to Google how I could get a hand double to do guitar parts. <laughs> no, not really. But uh, <laughs> how about you, so Um, I quite enjoy, I'd say, uh, there's like a genre of film that I really like, like thinky okay. films. So like I love like imitation games. Um, oh okay. Any of the like Sherlock Holmes ones, I like all that. Um, Which Sherlock Holmes ones? The Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, ones? I like them. And um, but I also like the Benedict Cumberbatch ones. Yeah. As well. So very clever. Yeah, I just like the and sort of twist. Is it Andrew Scott the Moriarty oh, yeah. character? Oh, yeah. He's so good. Yeah. So, like, not too scary, but a bit of, like, drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of suspense, maybe. The, bit of mild the peril. mystery. Yeah, mild peril, that's it. <laughs> bit peril. of critical thinking. Yeah. No, that's good. I'll have to go for that. So, yeah. Lovely. Okay. Well, let's go on to talk about prayer. <laughs> so, um, in terms of prayer, I know that you... I first come to you first, Safe. Hmm. I know that you've got quite a, I would say, a rich history in terms of prayer, but where, where do you think that prayer became a priority for you? Um, 
Well, it's funny because you saying a priority, I'm like, oh, I don't think I do have it as a good priority. But then maybe when I sort of first became Christian, I, I knew I got taught like you should pray and it's really good to pray. Um, and I still agree with that. However, I would say, especially the last sort of four or five years, it's become less of a thing to do. I, can, mm. I wouldn't say I sit and pray. But I would say that prayer is literally part of my every mm. moment. Which sounds super holy and that's not how I mean it. But I used to feel like I had to sit down and be like, so hi God, catch you up for the last week and sorry I haven't talked to you about this or this. Whereas I feel now I'm at a stage where he's just always in my thoughts. So mm. it's like I don't have to, it's a lot more like a friendship mm. where I'm not like, I'm really sorry I haven't spoken to you in mm. a few days. It's just like... Oh yeah, so this thing that's happening, I still don't know what to do about it. So I don't particularly feel like I sort of prioritise prayer in a part of my daily routine because it is just sort of much more part of my every minute thinking. So not like a rhythm, just cycles. One of the thing is, I think that, and you're shaking your head like that, but <laughs> I think that I rem- it just reminds me of that quote, which it might Thomas Aquinas, but that might not be true. So the... Um, pray without ceasing at all times yeah and actually that's easier than it is to sit down and pray in my is that just in the bible maybe maybe it's just in the bible (laughs) just an editorial note it is in the bible it's 1 thessalonians 5 verse 17 (laughs) but um i think we listened when we were in new zealand last year um we listened to the elimination of hurry and in that one he was like why do we think of prayer as a job to do like it's it's a conversation to carry on kind of thing Mm. and then I was like well we both said at the time we were like oh that takes so much pressure off because actually we are doing that all the time Mm. in our marriage we do it when we like hit any kind of difficult thing we'll sit down and pray together maybe Mm. about Mm. it and ask God to speak to us and then talk to each other about Mm. what he says but generically I mean, you tell me, um, well, especially when you used to work in the forest more, probably, you'd, like, walk around the forest and, like, talk, just talk to God, like, chatter kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were kind of like, well, that is, that's prayer. So it's kind of just, like, the ongoing dialogue yeah. between God and yeah. me. So, and then I'll have, like, a healing prayer session, which is mm. kind of, like, over a specific topic mm. that maybe... I'm finding harder to hear God on, mm. so then it's helpful to have someone else there to like yeah. ask the question that we can ask God together. Yeah. So for anyone listening, sorry that doesn't oh, yeah. know what healing prayer is, do you want to just give us like a really quick, in a nutshell, what do we mean when we say healing prayer? Yeah. So it's, I mean, the closest thing if you've not experienced healing prayer before, to think of it like a kind of pastoral session, would you say, mm. or like a counselling session if you're not. From a church background and um, you basically sit in the room with another person who's trained in healing prayer um, and there might be a topic like I don't know something upset you at work and you can't get over it um, and there's usually a reason why mm. that is and or why you can't hear God on it mm. so then the other person will say well what do you think God would say or something similar mm. and then you sort of thrash out the nitty-gritty mm. of what you're believing about that mm. situation um so if you haven't had it and it's 
sounds interesting. Definitely ask more about it because yeah. it's really helped me on my journey. Well, both of us on our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because it is, it's helping. I think because I've had so much healing prayer is why I have this more of a dialogue with God. Mm. Because I've got a lot of my beliefs about, oh, well, God wouldn't speak to me. Or if I've done something wrong, wrong I can't ask God about this. I've like, got rid of a lot of those beliefs by hearing mm. God on it so I just don't have them anymore so yeah there's no barrier yeah it's it's just freeway conversation so you just practiced essentially a lot (laughs) yeah I think to be honest it is like that though yeah because I don't know I suppose before this is a bit weird but like before we all had mobile phones and were texting all the time Mm. I remember when I got my first mobile and I realized you could send a text took me so long like literally tapping with one finger like trying to write it in enough um short enough because there used to be a limit didn't there like 50 mm-hmm. characters or something stupid like that and that cost 10p yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I remember those days. yeah and the more you do it obviously people just text now without even looking like it i think it is just practice because it's a it's a spiritual thing it's like it's in your mind so it's not some if you're quite a tangible person i can understand it might yeah. be feel difficult but the more you hear God in whatever context you hear him in that's the dog snoring for anyone no, that's fine. No. Um, the more you hear him in your mind the more you recognise his voice and you know it's because one of my biggest doubts was is that just me thinking that mm. or is that God telling me this and um, the more I'd ask him like literally as simple as God I don't know if that is you saying it what do you want me to know about that and he would tell me another thing and then I'm like oh okay that makes sense then and it just settles in your, yes. your soul. I think that settling is a good sort of description of the feeling. Or yeah. For me, it's always tears. Like, <laughs> if tears come, I'm pretty sure that it's You're not there. Like, <laughs> I couldn't have done that. Um, no, that's good. That's really good. So I am interested in. So I just I'm a bit jealous, I suppose, of when so saying that you go for, you've been going and been able to, in your work day, walk in the woods. <laughs> And talk to God and pray. I am. Be- I feel a bit jealous about that because that's one of my favourite places. Can you tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about what that was like, or sort of how you got into doing that? Uh, well, I. It's funny because I have pretty much always taught. This is a big thing for me to share, but I I've always talked to God just out loud all the time, ongoing dialogue. I don't really know when it started, but definitely when I was a kid, and it would just be. I'd just like be on my own at any point in the day, like mm. at home, at school, whatever. And it would be like the conversation would continue from where it was earlier, or I'd be like feeding back on what happened. Uh, like it's, it's a bit weird to kind You're of. You're an external process. I'm a very external processor. <laughs> so I think for me, like my way of externally processing to God is to literally say back what He can already see and already knows about everything. But wow. it really helped me to like process stuff and just get it off my heart I guess and then I wouldn't say that um like there's a place particularly that I find it easier or not but yeah. like with work I spent a lot of when when I worked for Forest Union I spent a lot of time on my own with the dog walking around the woods looking at the road or looking at bridges and stuff and that is like lots of people will use that as a lovely mindful thing but I could use that as a like it was kind of the split between like well this is work but also I can have this like I'm on my own 
but there's somebody I can talk to all the time. Yeah. So I'll just keep doing that because... But it's nice that then you found a way to bring it into work. Yeah. Does it, is it different now that you're not working for us? Yeah, it is, yeah. Or... Yeah, I'm back in the office. Uh, but I have moments where I'm walking around uh, on site going to look for things. I just still find little pockets of the day. It's yeah. not as regular, but that's right. isn't... I mean, it's not like it has to be hours and hours. It, it could be a couple of minutes and just be like, oh, well, this happened. Or, but it's encouraging to hear, I think, that you, that you find pockets or that you recognise that it's not, well, I'll pray before I go to bed. Yeah. And, you know, that it's actually, for both of you, it sounds like just part of your it's, regular, your it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of my early sort of understanding about faith or my understanding about Christianity was that it was like regular... Mm-hmm you have this regular moment in mm. the church service where five or six people from the congregation would all take it in turns to pray and it you know they're all praying out loud and all praying about the same things <laughs> and but but they are because it was just the type of church that I grew up in and um but like moving past that like prayer is this rigid set of things that people say and you're not getting your feedback like it's it's definitely over the last few years it's become like the dialogue has become more two way than it's I think ever been really since mm. especially since I moved to Sabbath and met Safe and came to City Life, like actually understanding the other half of the the dialogue. That's more about how I'm hearing God rather than, you know, God's probably been talking the whole time but I've not been receptive yeah. to the way he's been talking to me. So and certainly in yeah, like when we go to him together and we ask questions we would pretty much always get an answer. I don't think there's been a... It's like the unless it's a question we don't want to ask. <laughs> yeah. then, then we're like, oh, okay, he hasn't said anything, so we don't have to say it. No. <laughs> but it's like the best way to solve like marriage arguments because you can't really argue with God. Yeah. So it would be like, if we like Ben thinks something, I think something else, then we just go to God with that because there's no point in us. Mm. We know what each other thinks, mm. but we're not agreeing. So then if we ask God together, he'll often say something that's a bit like left field. Yeah, And yeah, we're like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't think of it like that. And so it just breaks any kind of... Not saying we never argue, obviously. No, but, but I... It does, if yeah. we're both in that good place where we're like, let's talk to God about it and both agree on talking yeah. to God about it, then it's kind of just solved. Presumably it tends to bring a peace, even if, you know... But when I'm always right, yeah. Well, no, I sometimes feel like... I, I, don't, I, mean, I sometimes feel like... When Andy and I do that, I still think my thing. And he's been like, um... But, yeah, what God says is often not like, you're right or you're right or... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll say something completely different that brings peace but and affirms you both. But yeah. It's got a good way of not invalidating either person's... Exactly. ...feeling or opinion. Yeah. But, yet yeah, moving to the side and going... But they can both be valid, but also this can be right. Yeah. And mm. being like, oh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Sometimes I think he's just laughing at us, like, come on, guys. <laughs> I've been through this a few times. <laughs> but okay. He's rolling and, his eyes. You but he's again. not. He's patient. No, not so. Good. And so how do you hear? Like, how does one begin to start practising the hearing part? You're a pretty good person to ask. Oh, man. I mean, I think that the... the the thing that I found really interesting is like I spent so long having a dialogue with God, having a dialogue in inverted commas, one way dialogue from my own perspective. Um, well, but I felt like I was talking oh, to God sorry, and God okay, was listening, yeah. but God, God, you know, as I understand it now, you know, God was probably talking to me the whole time, but I didn't know yeah. in what way. Mm. And I think now, 
I don't, I don't think there's like a trick to it. That's the, that's the, the like both the really joyful mm. thing and the really frustrating thing. You know, if people who want to hear directly from God, sometimes he doesn't speak in English or speak in a way that you can understand. Sometimes it could be in a something that you see or something that happens or you know, I think that just being open to however God wants to communicate with you, like maybe mm. going for a walk, maybe. Mm sitting and writing or you know trying to read something or meditate on something um listen to music like anything like that that you are trying to get into a space where you're just going okay god i'm gonna you know Mm. open my heart to to you and just tell you how i'm feeling or what's going on and then allow him to find the best way to talk back to you Mm. if you know what i mean because i think we try we try very hard to like bridge that gap but god's got many different ways to talk back well, it's yeah. probably different for every single yeah. person in the world. Yeah. But I think I as well, I totally agree with that. And um, I'd also say, like, you know how I was saying, it's kind of like a spiritual thing. Mm. So it's like, you can make that choice to be like, yeah, I want to hear God. But then there's probably, there, maybe there could be fear of like, but what if he tells me something I don't want to hear? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it's those fears that are actually, the, a lot of people probably try and push those fears away actually need to listen to those fears because they'll be telling you why you can't hear God Mm. like if it's that you don't believe he'll speak to you or he'll say something you don't want to hear or you're just scared because it's God and that can be scary like they're the things to write down and either take to healing prayer or talk to someone you trust about that and um, because they're the things that will stop you hearing so as much as you can Mm. be happy and want to hear if you if there's fear there kind of stops God speaking because he doesn't mm. want to scare you and he doesn't want to offend your will mm. and if your will is partly like yeah 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 but also partly a bit like no actually then he's mm. not going to just charge in and do it yeah so I think that was the place I came from was very much like I was terrified to hear what God would say so and I didn't believe he would talk to me and I I do think they're two things that would stop you hearing yeah in some ways or at least put a barrier into here yeah um so then you're sort of praying if you're like praying like god speak to me god speak to me but part of you doesn't want to hear Mm. that Mm. it's kind of just like a tussle that god's Mm. not gonna like charge in on until you're ready so i think it's it's knowing because it says in the bible and don't ask me where but i know it says it um god will speak to you like there's no reason why he wouldn't speak to anyone Mm. So if you're not hearing, the next step would be work out why, whether that's beliefs you've got about God or mm. the beliefs you've got about yourself, yeah. um, and then go from there. Yeah, That's such a good point, I think. And I guess what I'm hearing from you guys is that, that, that once you've established that you want to hear from God, then, then it's really about openness and maybe time, like knowing that God might speak to you in a number of ways and being really, you know, like opening up yourself to what he wants to say. Mm. I mean, I'd probably add to that from my perspective. Also, what if you feel you're, you've heard from God, it's actually really helpful to hold those things in community. Just, you yeah, know, definitely. people that you trust, people that are your lead, connect with leaders or whatever. Yeah. Um, that can just be a really wise thing to do because I know I have this... I had this really ridiculous thing once, I might have told you about it, but when I went away on camp with some friends, and we had some friends, and they were doing a hearing God exercise for the next person, 
and one my friend one of my friends said to another I feel like God's just saying that you're just really mean <laughs> and he just thinks you just need to stop being so mean it's like oh my goodness and thankfully the person that she's spoken to was a quite a mature Christian even when we were teenagers I think but and so she she didn't she let it just fall away but but it is really important if you're new at, at here yes. from God, I guess, to to just maybe check in with... Well, it needs to agree with the Bible, which yeah. obviously that wouldn't. Because yes, well, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, not edifying. But, um, yeah, definitely in this first... Like I said, you have to learn yeah. how to do it. And also you have to hear, like, recognise his voice. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's hard to distinct, distinguish. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, totally. Um, and, and that's it, even if you're, you're experienced, like even if, if I think I hear something and I'm like, that doesn't sound right or doesn't feel right, I'd always check that with someone yeah, yeah. older yeah. and wiser. Than and me. if you don't know who to check in with, anyone from the City Life prophetic community I think would be a really good place to start. So Joy um, and Megs and Fran are part of that community, like leading that, so they'd know, are you part of that community? Yeah. And Sophie's part of that community, so that's <laughs> great. <I'm> around you. <laughs> yes. Fab. Um, yeah. Yeah. Great. So next I wanted to ask about your children. So you have two fairly young children. How old are they both? Uh, three. Get to get the ages <laughs> right. And Zach's nearly two. So quite close together. Uh, but both quite young. So obviously your heart is that they would grow up and know to, how to hear God and mm. how to pray. Um, how do you work that out as parents of young children? So we try and, if we're praying for something that affects them in like the day-to-day, we try and pray out loud. Um, so like, for example, uh, we were in New Zealand again, um, and we were like in this zoo and we'd kind of mistimed it all. We were like got there and it was like the middle of the day and it, the queue out was queuing out of the car park and we were just like, oh no, this is our like only plan for the day. We were like leaving the next day and we promised them that we would go. And um, so we were literally just like in this queue for the car park, like how are we ever going to get in? And we were just like, Jesus, please give us a space because we really, really, really want to go to the zoo. And the kids were like, yeah. <laughs> and literally, I'm not joking, a space just came. Like, I don't know how this person was leaving and it was big enough. We we're in a camper van. So it was just oh, wow. that it was on the end of the row so we could get our camper van in there. It's right next to the entrance. And we literally, it literally, we just got into the entrance where the queue was still going all the way around. There was a queue way behind us on the road, and we got it. And like, so then, yeah, it's obviously the whole like, remember Jesus gave us that parking space when we couldn't thought we couldn't go to the zoo, and um, just trying to like bring it into the everyday, I suppose. Yeah. Like that was obviously a big one that we were like, wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just things like trying to like if something goes really well, or like, oh, thank like say thank you to Jesus but we try not to make it too big of a deal with them hearing back at this age but yeah Alice has had like in some of one of the worship sessions she had her word when we asked her there was like pictures of a present in the that the prophetic community had organized it and um we had to say to the children like what do you think's in that present for you from God and she like got a picture of a star, didn't she? And then we said, what, like, what's the star for? Ask God what it's for. And she said, to help me when I'm scared. Um, and so like, since then we just tried to build on that and be like, cause yeah. she got a bit scared of the dark. And so 
we got her like a star lamp mm-hmm. to kind of help her remember that Jesus said that the star will help her not be scared and stuff like that. So like trying to, because I wouldn't say she feels like she knows Jesus herself yet, but there's these things that he's given her and things that we can say. Yeah. But it's not yeah. like that makes us sound like super holy, but I mean like they're like two of the big examples, but there's little yeah. things, but it's not, we don't sort of make a big thing of it really. Yeah. Yeah. just because we kind of want it to we don't we don't want it to feel like we sit down and pray like we want it to be prayer yeah. as part of our yeah. general chit chat in the yeah. day and like when we see it's just like the standard things as well like you see an ambulance oh let's say ask Jesus to help that person or yeah. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> if they're scared you know, especially you know, fans are scared about something or and it's still like still dwelling on it by the time it's bedtime and we can we often bring it up and just yeah. say should we just pray about that or if she's yeah to be honest, she's nervous about one, something you or... know when you're like you just want them to go to bed <laughs> and you're like yes okay you're scared let's talk to Jesus about it and just hope that will mean you just yeah. stop whining quicker <laughs> no it's like his last it's thing true. as well like even at the age they've got to even at nine and ten they're like right we need to sing and pray now we're gonna <laughs> sing and pray so even though I've not intentionally done that it's definitely become like a we can't we're struggling to calm down Unless you're going to sing and pray. That's like the sign-off <laughs> yeah. for the night. Very good, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just part of the routine. But yeah. we don't even do routine that well, I wouldn't say. So I don't want it to seem like we're very organised because we're quite chaotic in our house, aren't we? Um, but we just try and bring it in, like, where yeah. the points yeah. are that we yeah. can do it. But I kind of wanted to say a bit about, like, because, like, prayer at work... Um, kind of off your bit but if it doesn't fit it doesn't matter but just in terms of like those like help prayers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's what, how I survive at work literally like I just really? don't wow. I so what do you do if you're not com- if you're comfortable to say yeah oh well I'm a nurse okay in like quite an acute setting um and when there's things for children oh, nurse for children when there's things that are really awful happening and I'm like, feel completely out of my depth and feel like, you know, there's, there's medicine, but this family needs more than that. Mm. That's when I'm literally just like, God, like, please come into this situation because, mm. you know, it's dire. <laughs> mm. um, and I'm sure a lot of people who work for the NHS have similar kind of situations like that. Um, I don't really know what what to add other than just that maybe that was part of what um broke down my barrier as well of like the talking to god because i knew in those desperate situations i i could just be like ah um please help me and then so then it kind of leaked into the other areas of life as yeah, well yeah kind of like oh thank you for that that's amazing or oh that's really blessed me today like yeah you know um so yeah, that could be a way in, is what I was thinking. Yeah. But I don't think you'll be able to like put that all in at the same time. So no, don't no, worry. no, no. But um No, that's yeah. actually I think that's quite helpful. It's and not that other people don't have those I mean in people's different settings, everyone's got a moment that oh, they're actually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really need. But I think I don't know, for some reason I had this thing like, Oh, I shouldn't be just asking God for help all the time. Like I should be doing all the thank you prayers and the sorry prayers as well. But I was like, actually, if that's where your life's at just be real with God about that. Just be real. Be real. That's a really good idea. Yeah. 
Yep. Cool. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for being on the podcast. Uh, it was delightful to um, come and, yeah, have a, have a cup of tea, not tea, in your home. Um, yeah, so be blessed. Bye. Bye. Thank you.